This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? It is episode 152. This is the G Podcast. Yes. I can see my co-host, Tanya B and Vi are here. Just got to say to y'all, as always, on Sunday as we tape, which NFL franchise deserves the most PTSD? <laughs> Vi? <laughs> we, whew, I'm not even going to go into it because we have a guest, but I think he can relate to it. <laughs> if you got a weak heart, do not watch the Falcons. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. And, and, and our guest is on the line, too. I'm not going to get into it because he's, he's got uh, a very serious, but he's an Atlantan. He's an atl yeah, Go for it, man. I'm a sports fan. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so Pastor Lockwood knows. I'm sure you had a chance to see the Falcons in Carolina. So so who, who do you think the Falcon, the franchise needs to give out PTSD therapy to the to the fan base, Pastor. Uh, yes, sir, without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> and, and what's so what's so crazy about this game? The it, it need to be need to be shipped up to North Carolina too, because <laughs> right. uh, 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 that, that brother just simply lost his head, and if he had, if he had kept his helmet on. We, we've been talking about it a whole other story. Yeah? Look at it. We look. We got. We got past the ESPN. Yes. Yeah, he lost his head, man. I mean, good night, man. Priest pastor. <laughs> no, really. My goodness. I just want to. I just want to say thanks. Uh, really, let, let me introduce. I mean, again, this is the G Podcast, episode one fifty two, and he's an Atlanta native, Brown High School grad, Troy State University grad. Vi and I knew this brother back in the day, 30 plus year educator, uh, been in leadership as an assistant principal, dean of Youth Academy. Reverend Lockwood has been active member of Leadership Atlanta, Leadership DeKalb. He's founder and president of uh, his own ministry, the Derek B. Lockwood Ministry. And he's uh, preached in, U- of course, in the U.S., but African continent, Canada. Uh, and in 2017, he became senior pastor of Powerful Truth Sanctuary Global International Church in Macon. Y'all know how to name some churches. That's all I can say. Y'all know how to name. I know, I, yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm proud to call him a, a friend. Um, and he's doing a really special event on November 7th. Um, and, and it really, really resonated with me because I'm actually on a text chain, which um, I'm really glad you included me on the text chain, especially me. Because you, I know you've had to step in a couple of times on some of my replies, but I've, I've been good, right? Co- have I been good? Pretty much. Yeah, you've been good, you know. <laughs> okay. So, but you keep us on our toes, and that's good, man. That's good. That's but, good. But I do behave. So I, y'all give it up again for the one and only Reverend D.B. Lockwood. Thank you so much. It. Thank you, sir. Thank Jared you B. Lockwood. Me. But tell us, uh, let us know what equipping for hopeful, honest, and courageous conversations on race is all about. Uh, thank you again, Tommy B, for having me. Uh, I think it's very, very important uh, that we have these kind of conversations. Uh, one of my favorite quotes uh, is from James Baldwin. It talks about not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it's faced. And so the idea is that, you know, we, we oftentimes run away from the very conversations that we need to have. 
And, you know, they always, we were taught, you know, even in school back, you know, you want to stay away from something, stay away from sex, race, and politics. Well, those are very three things we try to get into uh, because we want to get in, as uh, John Lewis gave us, we want to get in good trouble. Uh, and uh, good trouble for me is um, equipping people or at least allowing them to have the, the platform to have courageous conversations. It starts with your insides, though. You got to have a want to. Uh, hopefully we can show you a how to, but if you have a want to, uh, I believe we can equip you with some stuff uh, to help you with that idea of having courageous conversations, especially around the subject matter of race. Well, well, let me ask you this. How can we have courageous conversations when a lot of the people who represent us are telling us to stay away from race? I mean, you know, and, and I don't have to go down the list of names uh, who who basically are saying we should stay away from race and everything's okay and America's a great place. There's no race problem. How, how, do, how do we do that? Uh, I think, again, it starts with you and what you were willing to settle for. Uh, you know, you, you know, as uh, we grew up, you know, you know, you know, when something don't smell right, when someone don't look right, it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. You know, when young men in this country are still being uh, killed indiscriminately in the street by police force, uh, when our health care is, is all jacked up, especially as COVID taught us again uh, with the health disparities that are going on in this country. Uh, no matter what someone's saying out of their mouth, it is important for us to watch what they do. And I think right now between not only black leadership, but white leadership and all the things in between, we have a crisis at hand. We have a crisis with young people and teenagers. You can't tell me when you talk about Decatur and that, that, that they say is greater, but you can't go on certain streets in Decatur without looking at crime. You know, we got some issues within our own community and then at America at large. And I'm not even going to bring up January 6th, uh, this insurrection that happened. Uh, and so if everything's hunky-dory in America, why did January the 6th happen? Uh, if everything happens hunky-dory in America, why can't Blacks still get the opportunities that our, our, our white counterparts get when it comes down just in the subject matter of housing? So... Uh, I have to block out the noise and basically focus on what I can focus on and, and try to make changes one life at a time. So so another thing we talked about, we had a really good conversation and, and you've been an educator, like I mentioned in your bio. And I got to make sure I post your bio because I, I don't think my introduction did you justice at all. Um, but you uh, here and we talked about the, the the Kanye West situation, what's happening with Kyrie, Candace Owens, a lot of these uh, celebrities who, you know, for, for lack of a better term, are, are dropping hate, um, have large, young following. They have yeah. a large, young following. So you have led, you've been an educator. Are, are you concerned about how these influencers are dropping hate? into uh, the air, into, you know, into the Internet. Uh, are you concerned about that? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm, I'm extremely concerned. One of the reasons that we're trying to have uh, these kinds of conversations that are happening on, on, on November the 7th, uh, this gathering of co courageous conversations is because influencers and people of that nature are, are um, if you will, swaying minds, these very minds that I worked 30 some years to try to help um, steer in a, in a productive way, uh, they are really in trouble because uh, if you don't know enough information, you'll take anything and begin to take it as truth. Unfortunately, uh, you know, being a historian, Hitler was an influence. Mm. 
And look where that got us. Uh, there are so many negative influences in the earth that we can look back in history and say left unchecked, left with any without anybody saying, wait up, hold a minute. Let's make sure we get this straight. Are you saying, amen, this former president that we have that's thinking about running again, won't even call his name, amen, the idea that he's an influencer and the kind of things that he said, even while he was president running, uh, becoming uh, a presidential candidate, these kind of folks are dangerous. They're dangerous for the every, everyday person. And more importantly, they're dangerous for our future. Well, oftentimes, as we are in an age where we think about what are we, gonna, what are we leaving as a legacy? What are we leaving as a generational pass down? And everybody said, we got to leave money. We got to leave houses. We gotta, I want people to be able to think for themselves. I think mm -hmm. that would be a generational legacy for a lot of people because we live our lives in soundbites right now. We live our lives in tweets. We live our lives in Instagram messages and how many people are in our likes on our Facebook posts. And yet we've lost the ability to have great conversation. I'll add this. You are doing and your team is doing a great service by having, if you will, conversation. Amen. Getting information out there. When I love your tagline, you know, I love the idea that you say you're presenting the information. Yes, in pop culture, you're presenting the facts and you're letting people decide on their own. Well, these influencers are not doing that. They're trying to sway people along the hate line. They're trying to divest people of their own ability to think. And mm -hmm. I'll leave it right there for just a minute. Well, you know, and, and, and that's a good point. And, and thank you so much for, for acknowledging, uh, the, you know, the work that a lot of our podcasts try to do. Uh, yeah. You know, we put the information out there and give people the opportunity to come to their own conclusion. So appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, organizations, um, I look at this week, the ADL. And I was having a conversation with someone because right. I had said that basically the ADL just did textbook. It, it was it was perfect. I mean, in terms of how they went after Adidas, how they went after a lot of these other organizations uh, for for not responding well enough uh, to some of the some of the statements put out there by Ye. So so I'm going to ask and, and it's kind of a tough question, but I, I do want to get your feedback on this, man. You know, are black organizations, and I want to specifically say black, I don't want to say people of color, but black organizations. Yes, sir. Are, are black organizations uh, putting the same type of intensity as the ADL into some of the issues that are occurring, specifically targeting the black community? The simple answer is no. The, the complex answer is it's got a lot of layers on it. Um, uh, but the simple answer to your question, in my humble opinion, uh, is no. Uh, if we were collectively to put all of our resources to one particular effort, whether that mean denouncing the hate message, whether it mean um, taking our dollars economically and moving them somewhere, we wouldn't have some of the things that are going on within our own community. You know, we were talking uh, the other day about uh, Wellstar leaving mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, the Atlanta community, quite frankly, uh, the downtown community where it's very much needed. Everybody talks about Grady Hospital, but Grady Hospital has been a mainstay in Atlanta, helping people not get probably have had plenty of opportunities to move from where their present location is. But instead of leaving, they're still there. Uh, so to answer your question in a nutshell, no. I think it's also, if you add to that part of the question and answer, it's the idea that people have their hands all in the pot. I mean, from mm. NAACP to uh, you name any large black organization and not, a, you know, 
what did uh, our President Kennedy, Kennedy ask us? Not what, uh, you know, your country can do for you, but what can you do for your country? Well, some of these organizations need to ask that question in a reverse order because there are people asking them for help. They're asking for, and I'm not saying that they don't do great work, in, but when it comes down to the, the politics, when they put their clout together, move together, uh, back in the day when I was growing up, we had one or two identified leaders. They didn't necessarily approach things the same way, but we had identified leaders. You know, you can't say that Malcolm X wasn't a leader. You can't say King wasn't a leader. They were leaders uh, and there were other economic leaders. The problem is we don't have identifiable leaders. And that's a, that, that sewer cuts both ways for me. Yeah. It cuts ways in which we open the social media and all the things that we're doing and people have platforms. But we also don't have an identifiable mark that says we're going to speak for you on this issue. Trust us. Uh, I think there's a trust issue going on with a lot of people who've used and abused the system. Mm. Uh, and so a lot of people don't trust. And I know a lot of people who don't trust the Democratic Party, uh, you know, and, and that's just keeping it real. We're talking about yeah. black folks yeah. who yeah. don't trust the Democratic Party because we, we get a lot of promises. Uh, uh, but at the ballot box, we want our vote, but we don't have the follow through that we need. So uh, I think that's a it's a complicated uh, layered situation. But it also uh, to answer your question directly. No, we're not doing all we can when the Jewish community can come together and ADL can do what it does. And when they flex their muscles, everybody listens. Well, let me tell you, the ADL went after this like Nazi hunters. I'm a, I'm a Yo, huge, yes, I am a huge mm. fan. Yes, sir. Y'all know I'm a movie fan. So I go yes, back sir. to like the boys in Brazil, Marathon, yes, <laughs> and Marathon, yeah, man. man. You're, talking my, you're talking my language. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? And and it looks when when there is an issue or in, when when you get on that list, it's over. I, I mean, and, and I don't know if I see that. And I'm glad you answered that question because I don't see the same uh, type of intensity. But I do agree with you. It's on different. It, it, there are layers to it. There are reasons why. And, and it's not on all on the organizations. In a lot of cases, we have to do our part individually as well. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, one thing, and I'm, I'm going to get to your event. Uh, I want to ask you uh, something and, and, and I want you to honest, uh, honestly answer this. OK, uh, do you think conversations, the ones that you are having, uh, for your event, not not just your conversations, but conversations like this. Uh, do you think the conversations are uh, intellectually accessible? And what I mean by that, you've got so many different layers of the black community. And like, for example, you know, when when you bring the PhDs, uh, the doctors and, and the JDs all together in a room and have conversation. What about the blue collar people who have issues? You know what I'm saying? The, the levels of intellect are vast in our community. Do you think it's as, um, I guess, inclusive? I would say so. Okay. Yes, sir. I, I definitely would say so. It's a free event. You know, yeah. that, that, that lowers the that lowers the playing field right there. You yeah. know, no one pays. Let me let me hang on. What'd you say? Say it one more time. It's a free event. We are footing the bill. You know, we're paying for the food. We're paying for the space, the gathering spot. You know, we, we're doing everything we can to make sure that whoever uh, wants to come. Yeah. You know, black, brown, pink, polka dot. You know, you can be striped. I mean, <laughs> we got money, don't have money. You yeah. know, yeah. got two words, got two nickels to rub together. You know, uh, you know we, we, we want to make sure that people who, uh, you know, there's a, you know, the, the, the two uh, ladies who uh, recently passed, but they, they, they wrote the book, Having Our Say. They were, they were centenarians. They were older ladies. Both of them, I think, were dentists, uh, two sisters. 
And they wrote this book called Having Our Say. And um, I just want people to have that say, mm. you know, and I, I, and I think it's important that uh, the blue collar and the white collar get together. I will tell you that we had a event in March at the same place, the gathering spot. And we asked this question. I shared it with you earlier. Was Jesus the, 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 the pioneer of diversity, equity and inclusion? Now, that raises all kind of questions for some people, yeah. you know, just the idea of diversity, equity, inclusion. Well, some people came to that uh, thinking that we were going to have a, a Christian service. Well, we did have a little bit of that, but we wanted to answer the question to make people understand that that was an important conversation. Jesus is probably me, for me, as a Christian and as a pastor, one of the greatest champions mm. of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah. And so if we're going to be a model for that, then we want to include as many people as we possibly can. I will tell you that we also had Asian folks and Indian folks in our in our audience, and they were not Christians. And so it is they they were seeking information, um, and we didn't know necessarily all of their backgrounds and what have you. But they identified themselves with their heritage and the foundation, understanding what what brought them to that place to learn more and to have those kind of conversations. Because these are the kind of conversations we need to have, and we need to have them in a civil way so that we can move the pendulum just a little bit more. Good stuff. Let me throw it to uh, my co-host if, if they have any questions. Yo, Tanya B., you, you're nodding. You got a question? Oh, I, I'm actually in agreement, but I find it interesting that this event takes place at the gathering spot. And because I've done some research on that particular uh, venue, um, first of all, I applaud you, um, Pastor or Reverend, I'm sorry, I want to get it right. Um, you know, right. For, for go, no, no, for going into that spot because I'm going to be very honest with you. When I sure. read about the gathering spot and how it came to be and what you have to do to get in, they're right. not completely inclusive. I'm just going to be right. real about that. So mm -hmm. based on that, I think they for lack of a better term, owe you the time and space to do what you're doing, and they shouldn't be charging you a doggone dime. Well, uh, that's just you know, my two did, cents they, and nothing I, more. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, and it's sort of a, 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 a catch 22. We were looking mm -hmm. for a spot which people could actually catch in respect that they could gather and not feel, if you will, threatened. We didn't want to go to a hotel. We didn't want to go somewhere that necessarily. Um, and so we ended up mm -hmm. at the gathering spot to try to find a place and they were welcoming to us. And I will say it's nominal based on what we, you know, that normal standard fees are. But uh, having said that, we wanted a place at that particular point just to be able to gather and to, and to be able to have a conversation. Uh, we had about 200 people in the room. Uh, it was a great event uh, from our standpoint of view. And uh, we wanted to take that to the next level of having table conversations now, not just someone talking to them but and, and having a little panel discussion, but having some real, real conversations at tables. And then we walk away from that growing a little bit more. Uh, I will say that the novel idea of the gathering spot for me uh, is important because during COVID and when there was a time when they didn't really have places where people could gather, um, mm -hmm. uh, that, that, that they, this, this idea was born out of that. And, and so, uh, we, we're thankful for the space, thankful for the guys who, you know, trying to make it happen, happen for us. We're not saying we're going to stay there all the time, but it is our <laughs> next venue and we're moving on. And if somebody knows another spot, we'll take a look at that too. You know? yeah. All right. <laughs> well, well, let me, let yeah. me just say again, just congratulations to you. 
and 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 your group, um, and and it is equipping for hopeful, honest, and courageous conversations. Uh, it's happening November seventh, twenty twenty two. Y'all would have gotten your early voting out of the way. You ain't got to vote until the next day, so you no go. excuses. Uh, I'm done. So five thirty to eight thirty. It is at the gathering spot, and and uh, I'm going to have the information on. Uh, our podcast page, uh, the link, because uh, you have an Eventbrite link as well. I want to make sure I have that. But but it, yes, it, you got any last any last uh, any comments for our audience that you leave us with? Yeah, thank you, Tommy B. Uh, I'm just thankful for the opportunity to come on uh, the podcast and just share with people that it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a, a conversation uh, in a formal setting. Uh, I just think that so many of us have been, we were talking about this the other day, you know, we grew up with a great heritage here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. We grew up with the idea that, you know, we saw the Maynard Jacksons and the Andrew Youngs and we have a King legacy. We have all these folks that we can sort of pull both women and men and different folks who led the way. And so when we go to strange places, we have some foundational um, underpinnings to say, hey, we belong. We belong at the table. You know, there are so many of us who Quite frankly, we have friends and people who didn't grow up with that kind of experience. Mm -hmm. And so they still are gathering their own strength. They're all, some of them are still in their 40s and 50s gathering their own voice, uh, their own confidence level, because they've been told on their job they can't do this and they can't do this in their neighborhood and they can't do this. And, and we just want to make sure that no matter what God assigns you to do, that you're able to do it and do it to the fervor that God has placed you in. Have the courage, amen, to speak up. Uh, and to, if you will, borrow the late, great John Lewis, get in good trouble. I mean, I, I spend most of my life in trouble. Uh, and, 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 and I think that's a good thing for me to be in because I know most of the time, and sometimes I'm in trouble with my wife, and that's probably not a good thing. But at the same time, uh, my heart is in the right place, just trying my best to make sure I stay on the grind. And I just want to encourage others in the listening audience if you have an opportunity to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone to help turn them around, you know, I go back to King. He's one of my heroes. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with the word of song, if I can show someone that they're traveling wrong, then my living prayerfully won't be in vain. And that's why I want to leave you. Uh, have those conversations, whether they're large, small, in groups, one-on-one, -on -one, at the bus station, at dinner, wherever it may be. Uh, and, and quite frankly, we have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. So, you know, true. Uh, true. Uh, so that's it. Let me let me let me just give it up for Reverend Derek Lockwood, D.B. Lockwood. And you know what? I got to shout out the crew, because when we were when we were at Troy State, it was like the Atlanta crew. So you had, of course, you know, Vi was the, I'm going to say the Atlanta and the Georgia crew. So Vi, Daryl right. Hayes area. You have oh, Pharrell, Mike Smith. And of course, uh, you know, our buddy Norm. So we were like part of that crew, man. So you were part of the ATL crew, the ATLian. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, and keep praying for the Falcons, man, because they, they're much in need of prayer in that funny Yeah, time. bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people taking some medicine after that game today, man. So, you know, it's all good. The wrong medicine. <laughs> yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah. Some people say they don't drink on Sunday, but they might be, turn they might be turning it up right now. <laughs> Pastor Lockwood, before you get in trouble, let me move on and just say thank yes, you again, sir. Appreciate you, man. God bless. Thank y'all. Thank, uh, thank you so much. Take you. Take care Peace now. And, okay. Yes, sir. Peace right. and bless. All right. Take care. Oh yeah, man. Good to hear his voice. Tanya B. Uh, you know, uh, Vi. You know, before we hit the news, just a couple of thoughts, and then we'll go into news. I'll go to you, Vi. Any thoughts? 
I don't know much about the guys. I'm, I'm, I need to start looking up the information about. It. I was trying to. Yeah, yeah. I'll make out. sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure. Yeah. I mean, it is. Uh, it, it, it's a central spot, um, and and, it, and what I like about it, if anything, is very much a millennial spot. So, so he, you know, within the right hands, I think he's going to get a good mixed demographic. And, and honestly, that's those are the kind of folks you need to be talking to right now because those are the folks, the older generation right now, our generation, we know better. But a lot of these younger, the, the you know, Gen, Gen, um, the millennial, Gen Z, you know, a lot of what they're hearing, they can't filter because the folks at home aren't helping them filter. So I think if 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 he can get some of that, then so be it. Yep. Hey, let's go ahead and do this uh, and we'll come back and talk on the other end. We got some um, some more of the stuff to get into. Let's go ahead. Do news with Syracuse Mike and we'll be right back. Here we go. News team. Assemble. It's time for the week in news with Syracuse Mike. There was another high school shooting Monday. This one in St. Louis. The FBI is investigating. Local authorities say at least two people were killed, a woman and a teenage girl. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones. Our children shouldn't have to experience this. They shouldn't have to go through active shooter drills in case something happened. And unfortunately, that happened. Several other people were injured. The shooter, who is around 20 years old, according to two reports, is also dead after exchanging gunfire with police. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas has temporarily blocked the testimony of Senator Lindsey Graham before a special grand jury in Fulton County. They're investigating whether former President Trump and his allies illegally tried to influence the 2020 election in Georgia. A lower court had ruled Graham would have to testify. Georgia's incredible voting numbers continue to grow. As of Tuesday, we hit a milestone. Over one million people have voted so far in the state. Now, it's generally been a smooth election. However, at a press conference, the Secretary of State's deputy, Gabe Sterling, discussed a problem in Baker County. A postal service truck caught fire there. There are 43 outstanding ballots in, in the county. We're working with USPS to see if they have images of what might have been on that truck to reissue them. Plus, there's just one report of a fraudulent ballot in Spalding County. So the system worked. They caught it. They identified the ballot. They removed the ballot from the count. As a reminder, early voting continues through next week. WNBA star Brittany Griner's appeal was rejected by a Russian court. She was sentenced to nine years in prison for possession and smuggling of drugs, which was actually vape cartridges containing cannabis oil. Elizabeth Root is with the U.S. Embassy in Moscow. Today was another sad day for the rule of law in the Russian Federation. The White House calls the appeals court ruling another sham judicial proceeding. You've probably heard something about anti-Semitic comments by Kanye West, or Ye, as he is known now. In a statement Tuesday, sneaker maker Adidas said it has ended its partnership with Ye, saying his comments are unacceptable, hateful, and dangerous, and they violate the company's values of diversity and inclusion. Others have also cut ties with the artist. The controversy seemed to gain steam earlier this month after Ye made an anti-Semitic post in which he said he would go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. A second woman has come forward and claims Georgia U.S. Senate candidate Herschel Walker also pushed for her to have an abortion when she became pregnant during a relationship with him. Herschel Walker says he is against women having abortions, but he pressured me to have one. The anonymous woman who was represented by attorney Gloria Allred and spoke via Zoom said Walker drove her to the clinic in Dallas to have the abortion. No actual evidence of the 1993 abortion was presented, and Walker said this accusation is also a lie. 
Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer was caught on a hot mic Thursday telling President Biden that the state where we're going downhill is Georgia. He also told the president it's hard to believe they will go for Herschel Walker. Schumer's comments come as two new polls show Walker with a slight lead over Raphael Warnock. Biden was in Syracuse, New York, giving a speech about plans for a new $100 billion semiconductor plan. It appears that Elon Musk is now running Twitter. According to several media outlets, Musk has already fired four top executives, including the CEO. Musk also updated his Twitter handle to Chief Twit. Not exactly a flattering way to refer to yourself. Paul Pelosi, the husband of Nancy Pelosi, is expected to make a full recovery after being attacked in the couple's San Francisco home. San Francisco Police Chief Bill Scott said the suspect, armed with a hammer, will face charges of attempted homicide and assault with a deadly weapon, among other charges. You know, and, and really and truly, uh, I uh, we, we wish the best for the Pelosi family. Just just unfortunate, man. And, and uh, you've heard all the details. We don't have to go into any more of the details of how it happened. Bottom line is we just hope he gets better. And, and you know, I don't know if I was having a conversation with you guys, with, with you, Vi, and Tanya B, but but the, the temperature is just too high. We have to turn it down. Um, but but these guys in Washington, unfortunately, and, and I don't know if you say unfortunately, they have contributed to the temperature being as high as it is. And I hope they understand that they have contributed as well. Both sides, you know, everybody involved in this. So, um, you know, again, well, they're speedy not taking ownership of it. Yeah, that's my point. They're not taking ownership of it. Yeah. They're he, not, especially yeah. Republicans. Why aren't the Republicans are speaking out against it, saying it was a bad thing? I haven't heard them say anything. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And and it's it, it's really time both sides. And I'm and I am saying. I mean, I hate to say. I'm not going to get into the both sides thing. Uh, because we don't know much about the assailant. The, I mean, the guy who actually was swinging the hammer yet, but I'm sure we'll find out more this week. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Also, uh, just condolences to the, the Dooley family. Um, you know, as, as a Georgia native, uh, Vince Dooley meant a lot to the state, uh, not only just to UGA, but, you know, of course, the most winning, the winningest coach in the state of Georgia. Uh, uh, you know, am I right in saying that, Bob? He was definitely for UGA. Winningest coach for the University of Georgia. Bob. Yeah, University of Georgia. But the other thing, and, and the thing I liked about Vince Dooley, just my quick Vince Dooley memory, because I was doing high school sports at the time when when he was when he won the national championship in 82. He would always, if I you'll relate to this, you might also, Tanya B, whenever he had a big game, he would always talk about the competitor, like, oh, you know, these guys are just incredible. Uh, we don't have a shot. <laughs> you know, he would always no matter he'd be playing Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he go in there like, oh, you know, yeah, they got a they got a great running back on that team. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. He would always kind of lull the competition into this little trap, and then they beat him like fifty to nothing. So, so you know, Vince. That's what I remember most about Vince. But rest in power. Uh, another unfortunate thing, and and as we as we tape this thing in Seoul, Korea, where uh, hundred and fifty three people killed in a nightclub, a stampede. Uh, in, in, in Seoul, Korea. That, that just went down as we taped the night before. Yeah. And, and wow. you know, to all our, you know, Korean family, the folks, because we do have, you know, some folks uh, in, in Korea who listen 
uh, definitely in those uh, within the U.S. and outside of the U.S. And just our thoughts and prayers to all those folks. 150. But you know what? Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, um, there were some Americans that were over there that were injured. And I just saw something before uh, we flipped the mic to come onto the podcast that there was a student from Kennesaw State College mm-hmm. that was uh, one that was a loss of life there. And they you know, people were out. It was Halloween. They had no mask. It was the first one since COVID. I don't know whether the police force was intentionally ill-equipped or, you know, what they thought was going to happen when you have that many people out for the first time in more than two years. Something is going to go down. And, you know, you wonder, could, you know, what preventative measures were not in place that should have been in place? I agree. And we have to be careful because a lot of the... uh, action, a lot of these events, it's pent up demand. People hadn't been out in so long when people get together in these huge bunches. I mean, they that was it. They yeah. hadn't been out in a long time. So coming mm-hmm. together in, in, in a situation, I agree with you, uh, in a situation like that, the police forget, you know, some of the procedures possibly that they were using before COVID, pre-COVID. You're absolutely right. Uh, one more thing, and, and I just want to go down the list before we get into tea. Um, here, here are the list, and, and I'm just going to go down just for the sake of the podcast, the list of advertisers and folks who have uh, either moved away, dropped, or no longer affiliate themselves with Kanye. You've got Adidas, of course, went down this week. Goodwill uh, will no longer be accepting or, or having any of Ye's or Yeezy's, whatever he has in stock that has been in stock with Goodwill. The Gap, uh, Instagram, and for now, Twitter. Is Twitter still... Uh, yeah, probably is, is he still off on yeah, yeah, not part of my vocabulary. And you also forgot TJ Maxx that oh, we yeah. don't want you. Oh, I haven't, I haven't, even, I haven't gotten to TJ Maxx. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you got JP Morgan. You got Def Jam Records. Uh, and, and you have to help me pronounce this because you know I'm, I'm fashion illiterate, Tanya B. Uh, uh, Balenciaga. Thank you. You knew exactly You're what welcome. I was about to say. C A A M R C Foot Locker. Uh, Jalen Brown uh, on the sports side. Um, Aaron, uh, what's the other? Uh, you, we know he plays football uh, for for the um, uh, out in LA. Uh, All the people that were part of Easy Sports. Yeah, Aaron Donaldson. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yep, and uh, Peloton, TJ Maxx, uh, the Donda Academy is now closed. Uh, it keeps going back and forth. And also they pulled his wax statue from the Madame Toussaint um, Museum out Tussaud. in Tussaud. Yeah, out in London. Yeah, go ahead. There are some radio stations, commercial radio stations that are backing away from playing his music as well. Yes, you know, we're never going to get back the 2006 college dropout Kanye. But sometimes people just don't even want to be remembered, be reminded of, you know, of just, you know, like he was he wasn't as overt with with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've been I've been in some tight spaces with him and it's like it's almost like uh, I, I just want to say mental illness. Just it was he was a, he was a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. The other thing about that is, um, you know, now he's so upset now that his net he's no longer on the billionaires list. He's been replaced by Puffy. Yeah. But the other thing is, I'm understanding a lot of, you know, a lot of what his so-called um, worth comes from real estate. And uh, I don't know if it's true or not that if there are any properties that he does own where people are like, I'm not paying rent anymore, he's going to have to evict me or I'm just going to move out because I'm not giving him any money. Wow. Wow. All right. And, you know, I understand that um, uh, he owns two percent of that uh, undergarment company that Kim has called Skims. And she's trying to be although it's only two or three percent. She's actually trying to uh, to buy him out. Got you. Okay. Let's go ahead and do tea. Now then, children, it's time for tea. 
It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. I'm sure you're going to have some more of that in your tea as well coming up. What you got, Tanya B? I don't, I don't have a lot. It's been somewhat of a quiet week for news, but first I do want to say five on it to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. His show, The Rock, returns to NBC TV on the 4th of uh, November. But his movie, Black Adam, had for the opening weekend was $140 million globally. It just took in $24.5 million yesterday alone. So I'm like, don't write. Thank you. Don't count out. People are trying to, you know, saying, oh, it's never going to work. It's this, it's that. But I always love to see success be the best revenge you can ever have. So I just want to say five on it to um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You know, his movie pulled in more money the first weekend than that George Clooney and Julia Roberts movie. <laughs> Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. My, now, here, I'm going to ask you a question. Do we real? I was hoping that some of these reality shows would go away, but my question is: Do we really need another reality show? And my answer would be no. Nope. But they're going to keep, they're going to keep coming as long as former or disgraced celebrities need a check. Now, there was a show that was on VH1 16 years ago called The Surreal Life, and they are bringing that back. And let me tell you who was on the first episode, so the first uh, season. You've got Dennis Rodman, probably needs a check. Tamar Braxton, you know she needs to check because she has no record deal no hit records no you know she can't really tour <laughs> yeah she's a booby prize um you've got kim cole so i guess you know she i guess she wasn't funny compared to what funny is now but you have a lot more of these young comedians and young female comedians so you know, she was there kind of before the samores and and the uh, you know the queens of comedy and those people then you have people like tiffany haddish and even aisha tyler and then this last one you know he really needs a check and that would be um august alcina mr entanglement but when you tell you about august alcina now uh, the dumb donkey of this week, I say, is Tory Lanez, who has been put under house arrest until November 28th, which is the start date of the trial for his shooting, Megan the Stallion. But did you know that Mr. Entanglement also has a foot in, no pun intended, has a foot in this whole mess with uh, Tory Lanez and Meg the Stallion in the shooting? So August Alcina. I think really Will Smith just shut everything down for him. Let's call a thing a thing. And um, so, yeah, he's taken to reality TV, the show that would have them. But on, on, a, on a, uh, a more positive note, I can we say this is the week of Rihanna, 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 Rihanna. Yes. Everywhere. Do it. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like her first music out in six years. The song is Lift Me Up, which, you know, is one of the two songs that she has on the Black Panther 2 soundtrack. She co-wrote the song as a tribute to the late Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Rihanna's Fenty Fashion Show will stream on Amazon Prime November 9th, uh, right before the opening of Black Panther. And actually, the, um, the 9th and 10th of November, you can go see a special IMAX screening of Black Panther, but the official, official opening date is November 11th, but let's get back to the Fenty Fashion Show. She's got Taraji P. Hansen, whom I tell you, I'm going to get her together in a minute. She's got Marci Martin, Shirley Ralph as models in the show. The entertainment will be the man who is given new meaning to get down on your knees, and that's Maxwell. He's the entertainment. So don't forget that Rihanna's also going on tour, and I'm hearing that she might put out maybe an EP uh, because it, to support the tour. And when, let's get but let's get back to Taraji P. Henson. She got a, not like Shantae got a man. Uh, Taraji got a man at home. But let me tell you who her new boo thing is. She done got some of Janet Jackson's old used up goods because her new boo thing is the man with the third leg, Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> no comment. Now, girl, you know, Janet left him. He was he's known to be a cheater. All I can say is Taraji, be careful, girl, and don't get hypnotized by that third leg, baby. Okay. The views and opinions expressed. <laughs> Go ahead. Look, I don't make the news. I just report it. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. Now, I got to tell you best about Kanye. You know, but he's got this Donda Academy. And just like Chris Rock said many years ago in a joke, grand opening, grand closing, then grand reopening for how long, we don't know. But in case you missed it, singer Keisha Cole took to social media saying that she took her son DJ, the one whose daddy's name is Booby. Mm-hmm. Uh, she took DJ out of the Donda Academy for obvious reasons. But my thing is, how smart are these kids going to this Donda Academy? There has been a mass exodus of the teaching staff quitting. The tuition is $15,000 a year. Mm. And where Keisha get that kind of money? I don't know. Maybe wow. Booby's on scholarship. But wait, wait. You know, they uh, allegedly the word is that you have to also, if your child goes to that school, you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. But I'm like, who going to talk? Whatever. The child? That, that is so what? ridiculous. But anyway, okay. Uh, exactly. Uh, let's get, okay, you, let me get some lap. Let's lap. Okay, I want to say, first of all, congratulations, congratulations to Grammy Award-winning, groundbreaking hip-hop duo Salt and Peppers here. And where they're going to be is on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They're getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame next week. But inquiring minds want to know, is Spinderella going to cut it up one time and show up? She really should be included because she is a part of the group. I wish they would just put on their big girl panties and just work out whatever their issues are, you know, and just go on with it. Good luck. Okay, I gotta, whatever they have going on is intense. Uh, it is. And I know it, it has to do with money, but speaking of money, mm-hmm. um, uh, oh, I can tell you this. Keenan and Kel said they are going to do another Good Burger movie, but I got to tell you this. You know, Keenan's former SNL castmate and co-star Chris Red is dating Keenan's estranged wife. They claim everything is cool, but in case you haven't heard, Chris got the beef stew knocked out of him because he got punched in the face what? with somebody that had on brass knuckles outside of a New York comedy club and he had to go in the hospital but he's out now wow. blood was everywhere blood was just everywhere wow blood was fine everywhere um, I want to tell you that uh, Jill Scott is back on BET plus for season three of the first wife's club uh, I don't know if she'll be making music anytime soon like Rihanna because she's really gotten into this whole acting thing and uh, there's a greasy website that is spewing untruths about the situation with uh, why did I get married three Tyler Perry said people are just making up things stop the bs he is not calling out janet or jill saying that they are holding up any production because tyler perry said he has not written not one word of a script but he has an idea and a concept but my thing is you know most of the people that were in why did i get married one and two are no longer married so i wonder what number three is going to be i got one more thing i got to tell you Mm mm-hmm now you know what a lot of celebrities will have a signature uh, fragrance Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor was very hers was very popular back in the day Elizabeth Taylor had one heck even Cher had one but you know we're seeking to an all time low when people just get greedy for money and they want to pimp and whore somebody's estate in case you haven't heard Whitney's um, don't want to get a job sister-in-law Pat and her husband Gary are now putting out a Whitney Houston fragrance oh, okay but wait it, wait there's more there's more you would think somebody like Whitney you'd have a fragrance in Nordstrom Saks Fifth Avenue Bloomingdale's even Macy's 
they are putting this fragrance in Walmart and you can buy it for as low as $8. Is that, that not right. an insult? <laughs> Is that not an insult? Hmm. I wish I had a punching bag sound effect because I would give them a serious cocoa pop. Hey, all right, I'm going to give them. They want, they want the... I'll give them the bubble for free. Everybody can pay for it. They want the everyday people to pay for it. That's all. It's probably I gonna guess, smell like so, it's probably gonna smell like <laughs> Charlie. Remember, remember Charlie from back in the seventies, Shelly Hack and the Charlie. It's probably gonna smell like oh, Charlie. Lord. All right, time but you know what? I don't know. I don't want anything that smells that I'm paying. I, I don't wear eight dollars. That's that'll end up. You know how you get that black ring around your neck when it turns <laughs> green, <laughs> like when you wear a cheap gold chain that wasn't gold. Not no, gold. <laughs> yeah, she turn your skin. Do not on, give it as a gift. Oh, bye. You know, you know, in middle, you know. Do you know, Vi, you know, not. in middle school, in middle school, you, you gave some girl <laughs> the green gold. And she broke out in a rash, didn't she? Tell the truth and shame the devil. Everybody can't pay for good for fruit. Y'all wrong. Well, then you oh, know what? They, you, you need to go and buy some oil from the Muslim brother at the corner of Lee and Ralph David Abernathy over there in the West End. Oh, that damn, won't break you wrong. out. You just wrong. Y'all wrong. Right. Appreciate you, Ty. Appreciate you, Ty, Let me go on and get my report. Go get my report. <laughs> Oh. All right, here we go. I'm going to have to mute them. Here we go. I'm going to just mute them. Here we go. On Atlanta, uh, Atlanta on FX this week, the goof who sat by the door. Y'all behave. No. Atlanta on FX. Uh, it, let me like, let me know what y'all think. Go to castropolis.net. I, I thought it was good, uh, but it was more like uh, my, my, my Gen X here and, and uh, the millennial understood it because they had seen the Goofy movie. So they totally got it. So if you saw the Goofy movie and you can relate to it, then you'd understand it. The other thing, I will give it up. Let me give it up to um, uh, to Abbott Elementary. Much better. Much better this week. The, the Halloween episode was much better, funnier. And I just hope they can continue on in that direction. It was a really good episode. The other thing, and, and this is just last minute again for Halloween. Um, Guillermo del Toro has a new series out on Netflix. He's the guy who did uh, the, the Scent of Water. I think it's the Scent of Water. But but he's done, uh, he's doing the new Pinocchio that's coming out. Um, he's done, you know, pa- the, the uh, I, I didn't tell, like, not necessarily Peter Pan, but I think it was called Pan. Um, he's he's Spanish and he does these Pinocchio? weird... Pinocchio? Uh, he's done, he's doing, no, he's doing a new Pinocchio. So it's coming out. Pan- so, oh, it's Pan- Pinocchio. What? No, it- that was a sp- that never mind okay thank you so much but anyway and quit clicking that mic <laughs> just leave it on damn okay uh the other thing is uh it is called the cabinet of curiosities and i will tell you up front it is not for the weak at heart it, it is not for the weak at heart at all if you've been looking for gore for halloween you found it uh of i think there's eight stories it's an anthology so all eight stories are there different stories and the one that's the craziest is episode three glenn turman you know glenn turman uh, old school Glenn from from uh, Cooley High. Cooley High. Day. Yeah, from Cooley, yeah. Cooley High. And Aretha Franklin. Yeah, and Aretha Franklin. He is in episode three, and it's called The Autopsy. It is off the charts, messy, scary, crazy. But that episode three, in my opinion, was the best of all, all eight. Uh, but, but um, you know, definitely uh, Cabinet of Curiosities is, uh, it will make you squirm. That shit's like, whoa, whoa, what y'all doing? 
Uh, but anyway, you know, that's all I got for the week. Not a whole lot. You know, uh, we already had, uh, and, I, and I'll remind people, uh, you know, you got one more day as you listen to the podcast tonight. And then we, again, I guess, uh, you know, Halloween's on Monday. But the top 10 from our girl Spicy Dicey, she had, you know, Black Phone at number 10, Leatherface, uh, Interview with the Vampire, Prey, uh, Doctor Strange, the new one, Fresh, X, uh, Barbarian, The Terrifier 2, and her number one or her best pick, uh, she says is the best horror movie of the year, is, is uh, Smile. So those are the ones. And and thank you again, Spicy Dicey, for coming on. Greatly appreciate you. I, I'm, I'm getting through most of that list, but, but that damn uh, Cabinet of Curiosities, y'all. I was like, oh, my God, what are the number three? Tell me what you think. Episode three. Again, go to castropolis.net. Uh, that's C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S dot net. Weigh in. Hit, hit the people poll. Um, leave your voicemail. Again, big thanks to Reverend D.B. Lockwood, Derek Lockwood. I call him Rev Lock, um, co-founder um, of, of this event that's coming up, uh, equipping for hopeful, honest, and courageous conversations on race, uh, November 7th. So, you know, as we tape today, uh, a week and a day, uh, away from that event, 530 to 8:30. it's at the gathering spot in Atlanta. Again, there's an event bright link. I'm gonna, I gotta get that event bright link and make sure that that's on our podcast notes as well. So any, any last minute thoughts as, as we wrap up, you know, the big thing, it's still Kanye, but but anything else out there from from y'all? Any any thoughts? Throw it out. Well, one thing I, I did want to say is I just wanted to uh, um, thank you, and I'm grateful that I even know anything about what uh, Revlock is doing because I didn't know anything about it. So you know, this is how information gets disseminated. I can tell my friends and my neighbors about it. You know, and the place will be standing room only. And I think it's great that you know he's you know initiating the fact that we do need to have those uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 also and again when I talked about the gathering spot being, you know, not being inclusive, I mean that's just the way no, it, it is. You have you the know. way it is. And the- no, but the thing about it is I really hope that, you know, sometimes having these uncomfortable conversations will actually be a teachable moment for them because somebody can roll up in there with a 10th grade education and look like they just came out of a coal mine, but they could also be a multimillionaire, yeah, you know, yeah, and have, you know, own a big construction company. So I think those are the kinds of conversations that count too. And those are the kind of opinions and people, you know, that need to, that need not to be discounted. I agree. You know, because this is a critical time. And like you said, there are people, I was watching the news even this morning, Tommy B, and it's, it's really kind of scary that, you know, they say things are so close and we don't want to do a runoff, but the reality is we may have one. But the other thing is people are like, I'm undecided and I'm scared. Well, damn it, go educate yourself and make, you know, a decent, you know, an educated decision. So I, I just encourage people, you know, to do that. And, you know, don't believe the hype because half of what's out here being spewed, especially on these social media platforms in case it's already happening on Twitter with our chief twit who has since taken down um, that, that exactly, you know, that quote, cause it was not true. Exactly. Oh, yeah. he is such a booby prize. You know, a lot of famous people include, I don't know if you saw my posting, Tony. He's African-American, by the way, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah. He's also on the Asperger syndrome too. But anyway, okay. Yeah. His, he's the one who's South Africa. Ma- South Mar- Africa. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, he's the one whose father uh, is married and having babies by the stepsister. But anyway, uh, you see his mama ain't talking about him, but let's call a thing a thing. But, you know, I just, you know, encourage people, you know what? Learn the facts. Don't believe the hype and don't believe the first thing that you see. Because a lot of times, as Leon Haywood said, you know, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. Just help yourself and just learn the facts and get educated. And I think the gathering spot 
on November 7th is a great place to start. I agree. I agree. And let, let me say for all the folks who have voted, I, I do have to give you an applause. And and I really and truly uh, am excited by the numbers. I do believe that I still believe that they have not been able to truly capture the black vote numbers outside of what is known by the early vote. And again, last week, uh, the report was right around what, 39 percent of the early vote was African-American, was black. And um, I'm wondering at this point, even once we passed a million, you know what that number will be. And I'm wondering what the, num- the number is nationwide. Uh, but but one of the things I, I have, uh, I think Reverend Warnock, uh, Senator Warnock has has run a good campaign. Um, and I, I think he's done just about everything possible that he could do. Uh, as someone who is still in the infancy of his, um, you know, of his job, you know, you got to keep in mind, you know, it was it was an early replacement. So he he's only really and truly been what is it a year that he's he's actually been, you know, in that situation. So for a guy who's been in it a year, I think he's yeah. done a good job. Um, the other thing for the and this is more specific to the governor. Uh, the governor opportunity between Kemp and Abrams. Uh, I do. I'm not going to express my concerns specifically why, because, you know, voting is still going on. But once we do the autopsy on it after the fact, I'll express my con- why uh, there are concerns, you know, for, for Stacey. I, I think I will uh, take my hat off to uh, Karen Renee and her folks uh, at the NAACP, especially definitely here in Georgia. They've done a lot of youth rallies. Uh, shout out to Gucci Mane. Uh, who who get actually connected with the uh, NAACP and did a concert for voting, which I thought, you know, you got to go after that younger demographic uh, yeah. and, and make sure that they get out and they understand the importance of voting. You can't make an assumption that they will. So Wait. regardless, Tanya B., my hat yeah. goes off to the uh, entertainment folks who actually get involved in this. Right, because right. I will they tell you, up. I will I tell listen. you. Don't listen to Killer Mike and his yeah, No, but I will tell I'm you, uh, you know, that uh, it, and, and I, I know how you feel. I know some of the stuff that you might say about these folks. And, and I, but I think that, you know, it's an opportunity that a lot of entertainers allow to go by the wayside yes, when they I should agree. not stand on neutral ground because their opportunities were given to them by people who believed heavily in voting. So I really pay attention to who doesn't show up, you know? Right. And, right. and, and who's, consi- who's consistent. Who's consistent. And I, authentic, you know? So. And I do have to make a comment because somebody said something last week about uh, the comment we made about Julia Roberts and her daughter. Let me tell you this. I'm going to say this because I'm an adoptee. You mean uh, that, Ju- no, Jolie, say, Angelina Jolie? No, 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 you no. said Julia Roberts, isn't Angelina Well, no, I'm Jolie? sorry. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie and her daughter. Um, you know, and, and we believe wholeheartedly in the process of adoption. Uh, I believe definitely that uh, in her heart, the adoption that she's done, the adoption she's done for her family to create her family, uh, she's shown in good faith that she gives those kids everything, even to the point of the things that she's done to protect them from which who might be a nutty brat which we, we might be finding out more. So I applaud her for mm-hmm. getting involved uh, with her daughter's life and staying involved as an, an, with the adoptee kids. Uh, you know, we don't mean anything, you know, when we say something, but, but there's a difference between the adoptee mother 
and the celebrity. <laughs> you know, we still may Unlike have. Madonna. Yeah, we still might have. No, I'm gonna say about anybody. You know, if you're an adoptee mom and you protect your kids, you value your right. kids. You're a good mom. You're doing the right thing. But we can make comments about the celebrity side. But I am very protective of of the adoptee, uh, the adopters, the families who really and truly put their heart, their money, and they don't just do it for show. And I think she's one of them. I will say this, though, I'm going to throw it to you, Tanya B. I'm not a big fan of her dad, John Boyd. He's a Mm, nut. He's a right wing not, but I don't, you know, I, I don't, you know, she shouldn't be, uh, she shouldn't be put in the fire for the sins of her father. Oh, no. And I'm oh, leave no. It oh, not at all. No, I mean, you know, like I said, she and her father are quite estranged. I don't even know if they even have a relationship. But one thing I will say about Angelina, and I will give her credit, and, you know, I believe one of the reasons, in, in my opinion, one reason why she may be getting involved on the political side, because these decisions that are going to go down in these elections are going to affect her daughter, who for all intents and purposes mm-hmm. is now a resident of Georgia. So I, I give her credit for doing that you know, and hopefully, you know, for uh, teaching that process and what it means to her daughter so that, you know, um, I, I don't know what the young lady, her daughter, we'll just call her daughter. So daughter, so daughter, make sure that when your mama leaves and goes home, you know, you don't, you know, put the baton down that you still, you know, get out, you know, and go vote for all the time that four years or so that you'll be here. So I applaud Angelina for doing that. Yeah, and that I'll get, I will give her credit for that all day long, all up and through. And, and let me say, and what I meant when I said Julia Roberts, what I meant to say, because you, I think you mentioned Julia Roberts somewhere in the report or her name come up, it came up in the report. About she, the King family? Yeah. That, yeah. That, that I did not know that uh, Coretta Scott King and Martin Luther King Jr. actually paid for her birth, you know, mm-hmm. paid her family for her birth because her, her family had an acting school in Atlanta and their kids actually uh, were impacted by that acting school. So uh, they made a decision to um, to definitely pay for her birth. Yeah. That was yeah, because a little known black history in. fact. How about that? Yeah, and they couldn't. So, Julie, you're going to get her bus pass. Um, but the thing <laughs> about it is, you know, during that time, black children, not just in the South, and they couldn't go to, you know, yeah. didn't have access to the same Huge. opportunities as their white counterparts, acting schools and dancing schools. Look how look how long it took you to see, you know, a principal ballerina in the American Ballet Theater or, you know, a black rock. At, you know, at Radio City Music Hall. Yeah. So, Julia, you can come to the cookout, honey. There you go. You come, come on, Julia. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> She's from the South. She knows how to eat Southern food. Smyrna. <laughs> Smyrna, Georgia. Yeah, All right, yeah. y'all. Hey, let's go ahead. Uh, Vi, you got it. You ready? You ready? Pull on up to the table. I'm ready, bro. Pull on up to the I'm table. Here we ready. go. What you oh, got, no. <laughs> This is a significant statement about judging others because Jesus upheld the legal penalty for adultery. Stony. He could not be accused of being against the law, but by saying that only a sinless person could throw the first stone. He highlighted the importance of compassion and forgiveness. When others are caught in sin, are you quick to pass judgment? To do so is to act as though you have not never sinned. It is God's role to judge, not ours. Our role is to show forgiveness and compassion. John chapter 8, verse 7. He who without sin, let him throw the first stone. Hallelujah. That's right, people. None of us is perfect. That's right. None of us us without sin. So when you try to judge somebody, think about what you've done in your past. So forgive them. Like they said, the forgiveness is not for that person. That forgiveness is for you. Amen. 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 
You sure that ain't a little bit of list? Some. <laughs> uh, don't don't give up your power like that. I know what Vi saying. Vi, are you saying don't give up your power to somebody who just does not little, deserve it? There ain't a little list over there to somebody like yay, maybe. <laughs> Girl, well, that's a laundry list. You go over there and sit down in the corner with R. Kelly I'm, I'm too and close fold to, laundry. I'm too close to a window. Let me shut up. All right, y'all. Again, I forget. Hey, just because I'm not gonna support you, I mean, I don't forget. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. Very good. See, see, that's why that's why the country commentator is on the show. Hey, there that's people why have is. people forgave Eddie Long. Because if I was here. <laughs> no, nah, man, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Bye. Uh, country commentator, man. Appreciate you, man. Again, thank you, uh, Reverend D.B. Lockwood, man, and yes, your, and your yes, congregation. Yes, yes, they, yes. Got, they got a great man. Tanya B., thank you so much, always, for all the work that you do traveling around the country, putting in <laughs> putting in work from... I uh, am I know, here. I don't know what you see. She's sitting in... You know what? You see us on camera. She's sitting in the camp. Is this is that the cabinet of curiosities? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm way in America. Don't never you... Are don't those, worry. Are those two schools <laughs> Don't worry. I'm I'm looking, all, right. <laughs> all right, y'all. But we appreciate you listening. And next week, I got to give shout outs because beginning of the month to all the people who some of the new folks who might be uh, checking us out. We appreciate you again. Thank you so much. And with that, episode 152 is in the can, y'all. And we are out of here. Peace. Vote, people. Vote. 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 Watch vote. the debate. Vote. Go in vote. the name of James Brown. Hallelujah. Please vote. Hallelujah. You've been listening to the G Podcast. With your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.